First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Three, two, one. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Drew's ball just dropped. Woohoo! I hate it when only one drops. <laughs> Drew, happy January 1, 2021, sir. Same to you, uh, Broham. We're actually recording this just before 2020 ends, but mostly yeah. everyone will be listening after that. So Yeah, we're right about almost 10 o'clock on the, uh, the East Coast. Yep, for all of our West Coast listeners. But um, hope to be one of them one day. Yeah, wouldn't that be sweet? Yeah. All right. So um, we want to uh, see what's on tap. Or are we two brew saluting it right off the bat? Uh, let's let's two brew salute before the ball drops. All right. Let's do that. On the count of three. One, two, three. Yeah. All right. You're definitely gonna be talking about my balls dropping because I'm starting off with a bush light. Uh, well, I think I pretty much specified the last time you were drinking a, a bush that you had no ball, so I don't think there's anything left to drop, but that's fine. Bush light. That's true. Yeah, I, I'm still working through that 30-pack that I that I wish I, somehow I would have went to a different beer place to get, like, a sixer, but here we are. What hey, you man, got, bro? Teach you soon. Uh, I got a Auto Bon, O-T-T-O-B-A-H-N, Ooh, lager. Okay. It's from, uh... Mayflower Brewing Company, which I believe is in Cape Cod. Yeah, I heard it's of that. Yeah, it's got a cool little picture of a. Uh, yeah, I'll call it. I'll call it like a pity, driving a uh, red. Uh, red oh, like a pit bull. Yeah. Okay, a, gotcha. With, with a scarf and a uh, a red uh, sports car, so I'll take a picture and post this on Twitter. It's is it a leather sad. scarf? Red is it leather? a what? You said a red scarf. A red, a red leather scarf. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Ron Burgundy be front. Ah, oh, it's got a little dog treat on the end of it. Never noticed that before. How funsies! So funsies. You know I uh, love my. You know I love my dogs. Yes, you do. Um. All right. So what we got on tap, bro? <sighs> Sorry, just enjoying a sip of nature's nectar there. Um. All right. So today we're going to talk about. Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell, who are fighting on Saturday, probably the last, probably the last big name fight you're going to see here for for a few months. Um, so we're going to get into that. We're going to talk a little bit of our first NBA impressions slash Jordan's NBA preview because he forgot to do it last time. When we, uh, <laughs> I was too busy we talking actually, to you guys about your 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 the NBA thoughts. <laughs> yeah, when we actually did the preview show. So we're gonna look at that. Um, we're going to recap the NFL playoff scenarios that are going to come into play on Sunday to see who, who still needs to get in and who needs what to happen. We're going to do the, the parlay. Uh, yeah, we, we've gone cold, but we're going to try to turn it around here in 2021. Some of us have, and some of us have not. And we were not going to mention any names because we love our guests. Yeah, our guests are – well, I guess our guests have been uh, – we're, we're fat 500 on the guest parlays. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, beer two. It's happening tonight. Season three of Cobra Kai releases. Thank, thank you, Entertainment Gods, for blessing us with the gift that everybody needed to start out twenty twenty one. Chef's kiss. 
So we're gonna we're gonna have Jo give his his reaction to season two that he just finished. Um, talk a little bit about the season and then what we what we're looking forward to in season three. Uh, Jordan watched Soul on Disney Plus, so he's gonna he's gonna give us a little little review of that. Uh, some rapid fire questions, and uh, we're gonna stir up the crowd a bit. So that's our that's our show tonight. Yeah, yeah, we have a little little smorgasbord of. Uh of uh of a show here i i'm very excited for the 2020 rapid fire because that's drew's little baby and i have no idea what he's gonna fire at me so it should be fun um anyway um bro let's let's get into uh garcia campbell i'm actually i'm probably more excited for this fight than i should be but um i i disagree i think you should be equally excited yeah i i i'm kind of pumped like yeah this yeah, so not not just the fight because I think the fight's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good fight. I don't think it's gonna be a quick a quick uh, you know one or two round knockout, which some people think is gonna happen. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think it's gonna I think I think it's gonna go you know gonna go a decent amount here rounds wise, but you know what it's gonna set up here for arguably I think the second the second deepest and most exciting division in boxing is what's really interesting because of you know what what everyone's gonna gonna see when we win so first let's 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 talk about that first actually so the winner of this fight becomes the mandatory wbc heavyweight champion number one contender oh no not heavyweight i'm sorry 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 (laughs) light lightweight wbc lightweight champion uh number one contender so that belt is you're probably telling yourself oh well that's Tiafimo Lopez is the undisputed champion, so the winner faces him. That's incorrect because of all the nonsense that boxing has. The actual WBC champion is Devin Haney. So Tiafimo is the franchise champion. So whoever wins this fight is going to set up to fight Haney, which is why a big reason why I think this fight is really great because no one will fight Devin Haney. Um, you know, he can only get a fight with a 38 year old, you know, washed up, you know, Gamboa. So this kind of sets the stage for some of these young, exciting boxers. Like they're gonna have to fight each other because soon they're gonna, you know, they're becoming mandatories for one another. Um, you know, I think it also it'll show whether or not Ryan Garcia is a legitimate, mm-hmm. a legitimate star or just an Instagram sensation because he could he could also skip his mandatory. And I think this is probably the only fight that you would see Tiafimo take against one of these top guys i know he ran his mouth after the lomachenko fight that he's gonna fight everybody and shut everybody mm-hmm. up but every every top one of these top young guys that's name's been mentioned he's like ah, i know they gotta show me something so you know i i don't see him oh yeah he just flaps his gums him and his dad so i don't see them stepping up to the plate but i think that if garcia wins this fight i think the payday will be big enough that i think Tia will take it because Garcia is green enough to where you know I don't think it's a huge threat to him, um, even though I think he's good. So that's kind of the setup um, for where I think it goes. And if Campbell, I mean, if Campbell wins again, Campbell Haney is a good fight because you know again Haney hasn't had a lot of big fights with big names. And not that Campbell is a huge name, but Campbell is a legitimate. He's a legitimate light um, lightweight contender. Um, he's fought some, he's fought in championship fights. Olympic, Olympic pedigree. Yeah. Olympic pedigree. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this, I think uh, that's why I've been so interested in this fight because of what it does. 
it's going to be really stupid when one of these guys wins and gets a belt because apparently when you're an interim champion, like a number, the number one contender, you get a belt, which God only knows why that's a thing. Um, <laughs> so let me here's here's the tale of the tape on these two guys for anybody that doesn't doesn't know them. Uh, one thirty-five. Ro- I'm I'm actually prepared. Oh, look at that one thirty. Hey, look at look at you there getting the weight <laughs> class right. I'm impressed. Um, I was actually going to make that some of the rapid fires, just throw out weight classes oh, and see if you could get them right. But I oh, figured God. that I, I didn't, I didn't want to fully embarrass you. Um, but anyway, we have so Ryan Garcia, twenty-two years old, twenty and 0, 17 knockouts. Mm-hmm. He's five ten. He's got a seventy-inch reach. Uh, last two fights have been first-round knockouts. Uh, you've probably, if you're a big boxing fan, the, his last knockout. Uh, I want to say he fought in. Geez, probably November of last year. Here, I have December. It. I did. I did my research here, bro. Okay. R- Ryan Garcia. Um, his last fight was uh, Francisco Fonseca. It was in February of 2020. All right, February. Um, and then before that was November of 2019 against Romero Duno, and they were both knockouts. Yeah, so. and the the he he hit the the last, guy. last three guys. Uh, yeah. Last four guys. Yeah, the last guy or whoever it was that you said he fought in February, he had a vicious left uh, mm-hmm. left left hook, which was just all over Twitter. So yeah, it was a viral um, sensation. Yeah. So again, he hasn't fought anybody. There's no you know you just rattled off a bunch of names. I have no idea who the hell those guys are. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he's got ten. He's got like ten million Instagram followers. So you know he's he's getting built he's up. Young. Yeah, young, he, what he's, he's what? What did you say? His age, twenty-two year old. Yeah, he's twenty-two. 22 you know, very good-looking kid. Yeah, uh, b- baby face. So he's a cool guy. We li- I like him. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're trying to build him up. They're they're basically trying to po- or uh, oh god, what is um, oh, I'm blanking here on Del Hoya's uh, uh, Golden promotions. Boy? Golden yeah, Golden Boy promotions. Uh, they're trying to build him up as the next Oscar Del Hoya. So yeah, that's kind of kind of look like him too a little bit actually. Yeah, a little bit. So that's 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 Garcia. So Luke Campbell, thirty three years old, twenty and three record, sixteen knockouts. He's five nine with a seventy one inch reach. So it's interesting. So Garcia's got an inch on him, but Campbell's got a one inch reach. Um, yeah. La- Campbell... Last time we saw Luke Campbell was facing our boy Vasily Lomachenko um, in August of twenty nineteen. So it that's has right. been a hot minute since Luke that's Campbell right. was in the ring. Yes, and so like you said, Olympic pedigree. I believe he was the. I, I believe he was the Olympic champion in 2012, um, and he's been in two. His big two. His two biggest fights were against Lomachenko and the guy that Lomachenko beat to take the title, Jose Linares. So he lost both those fights. Mm-hmm. Um, got he got knocked down by by Linares. Went the he got he got knocked down twice. I think by uh, Lomachenko. Um, yeah, that basically spear, or it might have been once, and then he was about to go down the second time, and he basically spear, he basically speared Loma to keep himself from going down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so he's been in some big fights. He hasn't had that signature win. Correct. Um, you know, I, I, I I'm really excited this happened. That these guys again, that these guys are going to fight. As far as who has the edge. I think Campbell's. I think Campbell is susceptible to 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 overhand hooks. Like I feel like that's because he's so he's so he's good. He's got those long arms, right? So he's really good at setting the pace with his jabs. He likes throwing some body shots in there with some overhands and some quick jabs. 
Uh, I think that leaves him susceptible to some hooks. So that's how Lenar's got him. Uh, I mean, Loma really pretty much just did what he, he just did. Just outclassed him. Yeah, yeah, he. I mean, he just he just crushed him with vicious combinations because that's what yeah. Lomachenko does. L- Loma was it was unanimous decision against Campbell. So Campbell went the distance. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Gar- and, and Lenar's was a split decision when he lost that one. Right. So even though again, even though Lenar's knocked him knocked him down, it still went to a split. Yeah. Um, I think Garcia's biggest attribute is that he's got really quick hands, mm-hmm. and those his 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 uppercuts and his hooks are there. They come fast and they come hard. So I I'm gonna give it to Garcia. I it's probably I mean I guess it's better for boxing if Garcia wins. I wouldn't mind see Campbell getting one. Well, I, I like these guys. I do like these guys that, you know, they fight. They fight guys that are better. You know, fighters that are better than them. Even though it, you know, it puts their record in jeopardy because they want to challenge themselves. And that's what I think. You know, Campbell does. You know, he's not afraid to fight the big fights against you know big name guys. So, I'm probably going to be secretly rooting for Luke Campbell, um, but I think Garcia is probably going to catch him. Uh, I'm gonna say he catches him in the seventh round and knocks him seventh. out. Seventh, okay. Um, yeah. So that's very interesting because um, you pretty much almost took exactly what I was gonna say. Um, I, I not the, all everything about the overhand rights and everything like that, but just the speed of Garcia is—he's one of the quickest co- combination punchers that we have right now in boxing. Right. Um, and he has some power behind those two. A lot of guys can throw in bunches, but there's no power. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think Campbell's going to show out a lot better than people think. However, the layoff I think is going to allow Garcia to come out hot early um, and get up on the cards, and okay. I think that Campbell is going to. D- like uh do a good job of coming back but i think garcia you have the seventh round i was gonna say more like the ninth or tenth okay um that that and i think i don't know that he's gonna put him down i was thinking more like a tk not that he would he might put him down but i'm thinking more tko like with 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 the combos that the ref's gonna jump in and stop it okay um in the ninth or tenth, and maybe even the eleventh, but I, I, uh, I would love. I, I, I mean, I'd rather see your scenario play out so we get as much boxing as we uh, can. Because, like I said, I think this is the last big Dude, fight. We'll Luke see Campbell, for a while. like I said, Garcia has no experience in big fights, and Campbell has oh, fought agreed, yeah. has fought two big fights plus yeah. the Olympics. So, like Campbell, he's not gonna like Ryan Garcia's. Even if Campbell gets hit, and even if he gets knocked down, he's been there before. So yeah, no, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's like a good point. I, 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 what I want to see is, like I said, I think that's going to be the the uh, the um, uh, scenario early. Like that's going to be the narrative early. Is like, oh wow, Ryan Garcia got him. Look, and he knocked him down. He might knock him down in the third, fourth, or fifth round. And then I want Luke Campbell to come and press Ryan Garcia, and that's what I want to see. Because as we talked before, that's when when somebody presses you, like, there ain't no teammates. You know, there ain't nobody. To, pick you up and dust you off you got to do that yourself so that's what i want to see garcia try and do and i think he's good enough to do it i, I mean we don't know because he hasn't been pressed but right. i think he's good enough to do it and i want him to be good enough to do it and i want to that's why i'm saying uh, like ninth or tenth or eleventh but probably ninth or tenth 
Um, so that, that's kind of what I'm expecting. And I got these numbers here too. Um, the, the betting odds on all this. Um, yeah. While you look at that, another key thing is Campbell did test positive for COVID back in late October or uh, yeah, like late October, early November, which is why this fight got pushed like four weeks. Yeah. So Garcia to win is minus 360. Campbell to win is plus 290. Not crazy in boxing either way. Yeah. Um. That that those are are that it's relatively close for boxing standards. Um. But for Ryan Garcia to win by a, a knockout, a TKO, or a DQ, basically if Garcia wins by stoppage, that's plus one hundred. That's actually very low. Like that's actually like very good odds. Um. And that's in any round. Um, the the money rounds, Drew. The one I, I it's so funny you said the seventh round because I looked at um, the this bet here Garcia to stop the fight um, in round seven through twelve. It was plus two eighty. Okay. Um, so actually rounds one through six was plus two sixty, and um, rounds. Uh, to, for it to go to the cards was plus 210. So actually, 7th through 12th round for Garcia to stop the fight was actually the worst, uh, or the least likely, of, of rounds 1 through 6 or going to the cards. So huh. I guess the better... I guess Vegas doesn't think that if it makes it past 6, that they don't think Garcia is going to stop it. Okay. Um, but, I mean, those are all right in the same range. Plus 210, plus 260, plus 280. Um, so... I. I'm going to, I mean, but I think that that's where I'm seeing it play out. And that, um, so yeah, man, I'm excited. Um, but so if Campbell wins though, like I feel like at age 33, he's already lost to some big names. Like, like you said, it's better for boxing if Garcia wins, but like who, who fights Campbell? Like he, well, he'd fight Haney, but like, yeah, he'll be, he'll be the mandatory. So he'll fight Haney. Like, like is is Tiafimo really gonna fight uh, Luke Campbell if if Luke Campbell were to go beat Haney or like I feel like it would just be gridlock and I feel like even if Haney beats Campbell then it's just gridlock I, I don't know I, like, yeah I don't I, well I, I don't I, I don't think... I like I like the guys that step up to the challenge and like you said if he wins I'm not gonna be mad like I, that's like I'll be pumped for him but like yeah I don't I don't think that Campbell would beat Devin I think people sleep on Devin Haney like I really think Devin like. He didn't like. I don't think he has the explosive knockout power that some of these guys have. Um, but I think he's like a Floyd, where he. I think he's just. He's a gym rat. He's he's just boxing twenty four hours a day and has a very elite skill set. Where you know guys, you know, in the Floyd era, you know, the big phrase happened. You know, the goal of boxing is to hit and not get hit. So I think he's the kind of fighter that you know can hit you with a couple combinations and then get out of the way before you can even you can even touch him, which is going to help him you know, win on the cards in most nights, um, you know, when he can't get the stoppage. So, yeah. so I think just, either way it sets something up. I mean, it all, yeah, just I, please don't let this go to the cards. Cause the judges have been, uh, yeah, we don't need another, where is this fight, uh, being fought by the way, San Antonio. I think it's San Antonio. It's in Texas. Okay, so, so there'll be fans. fans. There yeah. will be fans. And, um, it, I don't, did you mention this? It's on, da, it's on Dazzin. It's on the zone on, uh, it is i guess prime time like 10 or 11 o'clock yeah this fight i i 
if I was a bet man, I'd say this fight would start around 11, 15, 1130. Okay. So. Yeah, man. That, well, I don't have anything else to say on it there. It's um, I'm looking forward to it. That's on Saturday night. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be, uh, like I said, it's good. Good to bring in the uh, the new year with a with a big fight, and then like you said, not a lot of big fights after that. Um, probably what what's the what's the biggest one after that to look forward to? Uh, Maybe Fury if they can get everything. Lined well, that's up in for May. Like April, that's April, May. May. Yeah, that's right? May June. Um, like I said, I think you know better be better be was going to get back in the ring, and now he caught COVID. So I well, Jeez. I don't either. He caught COVID or his opponent did. I I, I only saw the headline that the fight was postponed due to covid uh yeah Val- valdez and burchell are fighting in mid-february for the 130 yeah. title which is probably that's probably the biggest the biggest fight you'll see for the next like four or five months if i had to guess burchell yeah yeah and that'll so, and again that's you know the winner of that will then face uh you know i assume the winner of stevenson and either whoever wins um jermel herring and carl frompton so yeah so we're it's kind of maybe the whole first half of 2020 will be slow maybe but yeah it'll be all it'll be all set up fights for the next um you know for the next one that'll come in the in the spring and the summer Darn, we were on such an such a hot streak there with that backlog of fights that was fun yeah but we'll enjoy this one um all right we ready to put a bow on that sure are so we got it so just so we got i got garcia in seven you got garcia in 11 ninth or 10th ninth or 10th ninth or 10th okay all right fair enough cool cool um all right so putting a bow on that let's talk about the nba i i told drew over this past week i was like dude i i don't think i actually gave my nba preview thoughts like i was asking i was so busy asking him and our guest tori about their thoughts that I was like, I don't even think I brought mine. Not that I like had any kind of like revelation or anything. I just, as the host of the just pod, I just any, didn't say any, any insight to all as to what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I gave some insight, but I didn't actually, I didn't actually put my my uh, predictions out there. But it, I, honestly, it's not much different from what you guys had. I like Luka Doncic for uh, Doncic or whatever for uh, MVP. I, I think you guys are right. I think kind of want to change that. <laughs> What after the way things started? Yeah, but go ahead. You got give, Why, give what, your, what, give well, your take. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, no, I think, but I think that's the way it's gonna play out. Like he's gonna have to just do so much that, um, you know, I mean, will they win enough for him to be MVP? That's a good question. Yeah, that's yeah. really what it is. Because I, you know, I said it. I said it in the pod. I think they got worse. Um, still trying to figure out why they why they made that Curry for Richardson trade. Um. I think they got worse, and I don't know when Porzingis is coming back. So maybe things change when he does. So I'm, that's why I'm starting to pause. Like, is is Doncic ready to elevate a yeah? But a crazy, I mean, who else? Crazy I mean, team like Le- that. LeBron or Anacumpo? Like that? Is that who else we're looking at? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. Well, actually, the sleeper, and I don't think either of us said this. Um, Anthony Davis. I'm a little embarrassed by me and me and Tori. I mean, Kevin Durant, I think, is the sleeper. But will he play enough games? Yeah, um, he'll play. But like, but they got Kyrie. Him. That's it's the same thing with LeBron and Anthony Davis and Kyrie and Durant. Like, yeah, they all take they take votes away from you each other. You would think, and so maybe that leaves the Anacumpo, which, you know, do they want to give it to him five thousand times in a row? I don't know. Yeah, they've struggled out the gate. But all right, so what do you? So who did you like for the finals? Um, I 
think I like the Nets um, yeah, over the get Lakers. On, get on the trade. I um, I, I don't. I can't stand Kyrie. He's just, he annoys the crap. I will freaking double down on that. He he just annoys the crap out of me. But I love watching him play. He's a he's a dog. You know he's yeah. he's he's fantastic. And Kevin Durant is one of my favorite players to watch of the past whatever amount of years you want to throw out there. But just the way he, he just, yeah, he's he just so, he's just so good. He just pulls up a jump shot for two. It just it's like I'm watching like real basketball again, and I I freaking love it. Uh. He's and he's just so automatic. It doesn't matter if you have a hand in his face or not. Um, yeah. Well, it's even so, hard. It's even hard to get one in his face because he's seven, like seven one, six eleven or whatever. Yeah, seven foot. So, yeah, he's 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 amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna and and it, I don't know that they're gonna like just be like the best regular season team. I, I think whether they struggle or stumble or whatever. Um, well, two things. One. They, a lot of times in the NBA nowadays, it's like just get them there, and like once they get to the playoffs, like that becomes the season, and then they'll build, and like be ready for the finals. And I, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Whether they, I don't know, they may, they may or struggle or not, but like whatever the case, get that team to the freaking finals, and they're they're just going to show out. And two, their supporting cast. I mean, the past couple of years, they've been fun to watch as a team without a star. Yeah. Like, Karis LeVert's been great. Um, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson's been a hustler. I don't, I don't think – is he still there, though? No, nah, he's in Toronto. Yeah, see, that, that – Spencer, uh, Spencer, Spencer Dilley. Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah. yeah Spencer. He's out for the year now, which is a blow. Are you serious? Yeah, partial terror is ACL the other uh, night. But, um, I – but, I mean, they got um Harris, who's who um I, I'm not a fan of – necessarily his game or his hair but he, he i was he, gonna say, i was gonna say because you also stole his haircut no i i can't stand men with long hair i think it's stupid but um him with that stupid headband but uh he uh, what what they're 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 balanced they got players i love yeah they're deep i love karis Le, watching karis lavert he's sweet and uh yeah that supporting cast is great um the the, the top line stars I, so I'm going. I'm going there. Um, rookie of the year, and we we kind of talked about this when we talked about the NBA draft, uh, dude. I kind of, and, and I don't know why. If I'm just like stuck on the Kings like the past few years, but you like are. I, I'm kind of going Halliburton, man. Like they're they're I, not they're uh, they're three and one right now. So I think I think right. I think he's gonna get enough minutes. It looks like he's gonna get enough minutes to like if he if I mean what I don't know. The the other one that's kind of getting a bunch of minutes, who's kind of playing well right now, is Lamelo. Who I didn't really know what to expect for him coming in, so I don't want to claim him like after the fact, after the season started. But like Lamelo, kind of looking not so bad. Um, he kind of like is blending in right away, and maybe that's just because Charlotte like doesn't have a star, and they're kind of like a mini Boston in the sense that they just kind of like. Yeah. spread it like play team ball and spread it around and like Lamelo kind of is just fitting right in with that but um yeah now he's look good um and so, so you got so you got Brooklyn over the Lakers yeah so we have the same finals just different winners yeah okay yeah. And I Wait, think you, I have, think, you have the Lakers yeah Lakers oh over what what and Tori did too I think he had the lake I think he had the Lakers over the Bucks hmm. so um yeah, it's been uh, so. I guess we were just about a week and a half in. Um, yeah. Which you know what? Real quick, I, speaking of the Bucks, I, 
when I I was thinking about I wanted to say the Bucks in the finals too, but then like like going through my prep of who I wanted to pick and I was looking at the rosters and I'm just like okay, though I I think the Bucks did get better, but they still just have like where's the shooting coming Chris from? Middleton. Like they still don't have the shooting like yeah, like, I, yeah. like on it like like it, it, nonchalantly the the Sixers just go out there and oh you know, we'll just pick up Danny Green and Seth Curry, and it's like the Bucks did none of that. Like, what? Drew okay. Holiday, man, he's the fl- he was I, he was he was I, I like he Drew was Ho- I really like Drew Holiday. He was like still the no fl- shooting. He was like the flavor for whatever reason. He was like the flavor of last he's year's probably, season. Well, he's probably the one of the best, if not the best, uh, point guard defender in the league. Yeah. Um and he's really he's a good offensive player. But they I wonder I wonder if they no shooting. I wonder if they regret pulling that trigger with you know, if they if they wait a couple more weeks, James Harden becomes available. Do they go all in for Harden? Huh. I don't Although know. I don't know that whatever what what they gave up for Holiday, Houston's not interested in, so maybe it wouldn't have worked anyway. Yeah, anyway. All right, so you wanted to give your uh Yeah, first first impressions yeah, of week the and a half in. Yeah. Um God, the Sixers are gonna pull me in and just break my heart, dude. They're, <laughs> they're kind of been looking good, right? Dude, the only game they're four, they just they just blew out the only undefeated team left in the league, which God, I can't believe was the Orlando Magic. Um, <laughs> but uh, the so yeah, the they, the Sixers have looked really good. They're four and one. Their only loss is to Cleveland, who's actually started out really really well this this year. Um, Cleveland just has that weird. They're going to be one of those teams that has like an oddly good chemistry and give people. Well, they like, got two. Yeah, they got two really good guards in Sexton and Garland, and they got are, two good forwards slash centers like Kevin yeah, Love and, and Andre Drummond. Like, yeah. So if they're like, yeah, I, and, and like Chetty's going to like kind of like develop a little bit and do his thing, and then Garland, they got Garland right and yeah. Colin Sexton. Like, they kind of got some names. Like, it's not like they got nobody. Yeah, like they they could flirt with the eight seed. I could see that happening. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good way to put it. And and Joel Embiid didn't play. Not that that should matter, but Joel Embiid didn't play because it was a back to back. So he's not going to play back to backs. Um, and so that was the really loss. They've looked really good. I I dude, I love the Seth Curry trade. I'm, you know, I'm still scratching my head as again I just said like why Dallas made that deal. I've I just like Curry's on such a good contract, and they're going to have to pay Richardson at the end of the year if they want to keep him. So it, I just I don't understand what happened there, but I'll I'll take them. They're gonna they're gonna be like the best team in the East come All Star break, and I'm gonna be all in thinking they're they're gonna win the title, and then something's gonna happen where they're just gonna kick me in the balls like they've they've done the last three years. I can feel it. Yeah, um, I, I expect. But they've looked really well. good. Uh, the Pacers have looked good. Like I was telling, you know, I told Tori when we had the podcast, they just play hard every night, and like yep. that's you know they're, they're unfortunately. Um, Oladipo is always better than you expect. Yeah, who's who was who was the fifty point guy in the summer league? I can't believe I'm already. Uh, I'm you know what? I I didn't follow the summer league. Um, North at the NC State guy. Oh my god! How am I forgetting this guy's name? NC this State is, guy. Yeah, this um, is so embarrassing. Um, anyhow, he just got hurt and he's going to be out indefinitely. Um, I'm like a, he's a rookie. Under. No, oh no, he's a he's a vet. Um. TJ Warren? TJ Warren. God, I'm an idiot. Okay. Yeah. TJ Warren, uh, he got hurt the other night, so he's going to be out indefinitely. But again, they, you know, when you have. Oh, uh, the actual. No, I, th- I thought you meant the actual summer league. You were talking about the bubble. Oh, yeah, the bubble. Yeah, come on. Okay. <laughs> it's just, do, you, do you listen to the podcast when we're done recording? Oh, my God. Okay. My oh, bad. God. Come on, man. Um, I'm like, I don't remember them having a summer league. <laughs> 
Oh man, he's good, man. But yeah, so like I said, but they like they you know they're not going to have anybody. They're, maybe a depot they'll rest on back to backs, maybe, but they're deep at that position. So again, I I still think they'll make the playoffs. Um, the Magic have surprised me coming out four and one. Um, Cole Anthony's looked pretty good. Um, you know, maybe I I still think they're going to trade Aaron Gordon. That would make sense. You know, they just locked in. Uh, they locked in Fultz, which is just I don't care how he's played. He's hilarious. Um, and they locked in Jonathan Isaac. So I just I don't I don't see for what they do. I just don't see what makes sense for Gordon. So like I think they could get a decent package if they set him somewhere. Which I'd actually like to see him go somewhere else to see if someone else can get better use out of him because I think he is a good player. Actually, to quote our boy Mike Tully, I wouldn't mind him going to the Pacers. Um, yeah, um, I'm a little. I get like Blake Griffin vibes from from Gordon, and I just I, I I actually I feel like Blake Griffin was probably a little bit of a better shooter at the time. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm Gordon with you. Um, the Heat intrigued me. Like I said, I, I you know I had them as like the five seed. Uh, Precious looks, you know, he looks really comfortable out there as a rookie. That was a steal. I think they got him at. I don't think I've seen any 12. of the Heat yet. Um. Christmas. I mean, we. I don't know if you watched on Christmas Day, but uh, when they beat the Pelicans. No, nah, I was. I, I was too busy. I was all over the place. Oddly okay. enough, like who's busy during COVID? But I was all over the place. Yeah. So, and the only other Easter Conference team I'll talk about. Um, who Who have I repeatedly called a loser on this podcast in the NBA? I mean, I mean, is there just one? Repeated, like, but someone who I repeatedly say is a loser. Markel Falls. Ah, uh, well, I mean, it's, I mean, just say it. I don't know. Like you said a lot. I don't know. So I repeatedly say Russell is Westbrook. Rapid, is, oh, okay. I was no. saying, is this the rapid fire? No, portion? no. Russ, Russell Westbrook is a loser. Yeah, okay. Do you, Do you know what the Wizards' record is right now? Uh, that, yeah, I just looked at it. They have They have yet to win a game. Oh, and five. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to say one plus with, one with, equals with two. With your boy uh, Bradley Beal, they should be winning games though if he's so good. Touche, asshole. Touche. <laughs> Anyhow, it's because he's being he's being he's being contaminated by the the loserness of Westbrook. That's what uh, it is. I don't so, like Bradley Bill. Um, that's not that I don't like him. You think he's like a one A or a one B or number two? No, I think scorer. he's. A, I think I think he's a really good number two. I I think he's like not. But anyway, okay. all right. Uh, so that's the East. Like I said, the Sixers are just toying with my emotions. That's the that's the headline there. Uh, out west. Uh, Kings, dude, Kings are three and one. They've looked good. Suns, you know, again, I, I wasn't as high on the Suns as a lot of people. They've started out good at three and one. Um, I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm not changing my standpoint on this team because they pulled the wool over my eyes last year, and I think they have too, still have too many loser players. But the Clippers have looked really good, and I really do think Serge Ibaka is actually a better fit for this team as constructed with Kawhi and Paul George than Montrez Harrell. It's that a shame that it's, it's he, a shame for them that he went to the Lakers. Spreads out the spreads out the, the floor. He does, yeah. And yeah. Def- he's he's still very good defensively. Um again, it's a shame that, you know, they lose him to the Lakers because it just gives the Lakers more depth and they got him on a ridiculously cheap deal. But I do like I do think that 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 fit is better and will suit them better in the postseason. So um, and if you haven't seen Kawhi in this Hannibal Lecter mask yet, go out of your way. I, I actually have not. I I, I, I don't know if I go out of your go out of your way to Google this mask. It's, yeah. You've never seen one like this before because of the where <laughs> because of where his injury is. It's literally Hannibal Lecter's mask. It's wow. pretty. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, 
Yeah, um, I'm really disappointed in the Pelicans start. I'll say that much. I, you know, I, I just expect much more out of that team. And again, it's probably my gushing over just my gushingness over Zion Williamson. Um, but they've, you know, they've they haven't looked as good as I thought they would coming out of the gate. Uh, the Warriors have looked as bad as I said they would on that pod. Again, Draymond Green still has not played. Um, they're lucky to have the two wins that they have. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that kind of like surprises me that people are all high on James Wiseman for Rookie of the Year, and maybe it's just gonna be a matter of volume, just because who else do they have? But like, what's he gonna do on that team? Like, what's his like? I don't know. Right I, now, I, I mean, right now he's a right now he's a he's a rim runner off high screen and rolls. Yes, exactly. That, that's kind of what so, I was, like. What's he do on that team? Like, he's not good. He, he's not, and he's and he can shoot the basketball a little bit for a big guy. So he'll, okay, he'll see, get some open I, I've only seen limited action of them, and yeah. like I'm just. I mean, like, I want to. I want to see him really impose his will defensively. That's what I I want to see out of him here with this team. Um, but again, I, yeah, I, I think he'll I, I think he'll be up there in the top three for that. Um, well, that makes sense, yeah. You know, Nuggets have struggled. Shocker, like I said, they got they absolutely got worse. Um, again, I know everyone's putting the eggs in the Michael Porter Jr. basket, but um, they scored thirty they the other great. night. Yeah, uh, they lost, right? I don't. I I don't think that have they won a game yet. Are They're they one and three. One and three. Yeah, three. they actually won the night we recorded the uh, the bonus pod. So okay. as we were recording, they won that game, but. Um, yeah, they're so they've been surprised. Dallas again, one and three. It you know they're gonna have to really you know sweat out this time without Porzingis because they just don't have a lot of a lot of depth and a lot of big time playmakers outside of Doncic. Um, and the Lakers have looked you know they're three and two, but they've looked really good in most of their most of their games. Um, How's Phoenix look? Good, they're three and one. Um, I know they got a big game. Yeah, yeah, it was looking good. Yeah, they have they they got a DeAndre game right now. Aiden. Yeah, they got a game right now against the Jazz, uh, which. I would have been watching, but too much noise was going on downstairs, so I had to relocate to no TV zone. Um, yeah, that's the NBA. Like I said, everybody, you know, it's it's early. We're five games in, so you know we can't you know, can't get too high or too down on anybody. But uh, you know, if I was going to get out of my mind with overreactions like uh, some ESPN personalities that have been on the you know been on the TV and radio for far too long, I'd say Sixers Clippers in the championship and Sixers winning in five. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why we made the Two Beers pod, because ESPN personalities suck. By the way, Joel Embiid is a sleeper for MVP, too. Throw yeah, that no, that is there. a good call. But again, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's about yeah. that time, right? Year three or four, whatever it is. Like, it's your team, like, pretty clearly. Like, yeah, I mean, you, got, you, or, got all the, you got all the pieces in place. Yeah, like, this is this is like year seven for him, guy. Oh, well, is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, well, hold on. Well, he didn't play his first two years, so I guess technically yeah, it's year I five. Say, I guess yeah. technically it's year five. Yeah, he's, he's, I, it, it's funny. It's it, just funny you say that because I didn't realize he's been in the league for seven I was, years. Yeah, I was thinking like four. Like, yeah, until he said that the other day. But yeah, he's been, this is, I think this is his fifth, this will be his fifth, fifth, full, fifth year full year actually yeah. playing. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's the, the life in the NBA right now. Let's put a bow on that. Um, Okay, um, real quick NFL playoff scenarios. So I'm just gonna rattle them off here. Um, in on the AFC side, Chiefs, Bills, and Steelers. In on the NFC side, Packers, Saints, Seahawks, and the Bucks actually have at least a wild card uh, secured. So the race for the wild card spots on the NFC side are: Rams can clinch with a win or a Bears loss. The Bears can clinch 
with a win or a Cardinals loss, and the Cardinals can clinch with a win. So I'm not sure how that shakes out. Um, Say that so one more time. What do the Cardinals need? The Cardinals okay, win it wait, if so they three, win and they're in? Three of the four NFC East teams remain in play for the division title, with three other teams vying for the remaining two wild card spots. So, so NFC East could still be okay. Yeah, that's that's like the yeah. Um, yeah, if the Redskins three other three yeah. teams for two spots. So Rams win, Bears win, or Cardinals win. So do the do one of the do those. Two teams play each Cardinals other. Cardinals and Rams play three? each other and Goff's out. Okay. Well that's well that's it then. So if, if the Cardinals beat the Rams, they're in. If the Rams beat the Cardinals, they're in. But the Rams can lose, and if the Bears lose, then they're in. Okay. So it, wait, so th- so there's two spots left or three yeah, spots two, left? Bo- two. So there's two and that includes the NFC East? No, well, the NFC East. So that's the third. That's the third yeah, one yeah. we're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think the Cardinals and Bears are getting in. It makes sense with golf out. No, actually, I'm sorry. So wait, if the Rams, the Rams lose and the Bears lose, the Rams get in. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cardinals and Rams because I think the Pat the Packers are still. They need to win to get the one seed. Um, Packers clinch the one seed with a win or a Seattle loss. A, yeah. So. I'm gonna, they, yeah. So I think they're gonna take care of business. So um, so the Ram, Rams Cardinals. Yeah, I'm gonna say Rams Cardinals both make it. Um, Goff should be back if they make the playoffs. Okay. Um, and I do we know what the quarterback situation is in Washington? No. Yeah, I think My, the Eagles. the Meineke Bowl or Henneke or whatever. I, I think the, the Eagles are gonna win the game, and I think Dallas is gonna win the division, which is just hilarious. Yeah, I agree. With, that's that's what I was gonna say too. Yeah, that's my that's my prediction there. Red Rider in the AFC side. Okay, um, so so what's the scenario here again? It was um, AFC South is still up for grabs, and there's. Four clubs looking to land one. Okay, so there's four teams and three spots open still. So the Titans win. I, I you know what this is. I can't even. There, there's a bunch I'll, of things. I, that go I, play. Yeah, there's there's a ton, but like Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, Colts. So of those, five, only three of those teams can get in. Yes. Oh jeez, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I think that they all have ten wins, right? Yeah, I would like to. I'd like to see the Colts, the Titans, and the Browns get in. I don't know if that's possible given the scenarios, but Browns, if the Browns win, they're in. So, so win and in is Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Browns. Win, win and in. Okay. Um, which let me pull up the schedule. So the Colts. So the Colts. As good as the Colts have been, they may not make the playoffs, which is just crazy. Yeah, the Colts are playing um, the Jaguars, so so let's call- yeah, that's pretty well. You would think that's safe to say. Well, the Colts, but the Colts need to win and have have one of the following one of those teams lose: Titans, Baltimore, Cleveland, or Miami. Yeah. So 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 the Colts need help. So the Colts need to win and have one of the other teams lose. Steelers are playing the Browns. 
Browns, the Steelers are, are, are sitting a bunch of guys, but the Browns have a lot of COVID. The Dolphins True. are playing the Bills. I don't know if the Bills are sitting anybody. I don't think the Bills can go anywhere. So, um, well, they can take the two C from the Steelers. Yeah, but I don't know if what's that. I don't know if that truly matters per se because the well, Steelers the Steelers are sitting a bunch of people. So, well, what is that? Uh, so it's like why play? Well, well, to your point, the, 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 Browns, the Ravens the Browns are playing are the Bengals. The Ravens are playing the Bengals. They're gonna win. That's. I think that's pretty safe. So, so say. let's say say Colts and and, and uh, Ravens are going to be in. So that means I think four... the Bills. I think the Bills beat the Dolphins. So so then the the Bills the Dolphins will be out, and the Colts will be in. And how about the Browns? I, I think the Browns are going to win the game. So I don't know if that. So if the that Browns win, they're in. So so. Yeah. So if um. So. I mean, Tomlin on the road. We know how that's going to end, right? Yes. So, if the Dolphins lose to the Bills, they're out. Then, then the AFC picture is um, Steelers, Chiefs, Bills, and then that would be Titans, Ravens, Browns, Colts. Yeah, that's that's what I I, I actually wouldn't. I makes would, the most sense. I I think I, I agree with you. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the Ravens miss out because. If the Steelers beat the, the Browns, if the Steelers beat the Browns, which not saying who knows what's likely in that game because Steelers are sitting, Browns have COVID, but um, oh, that's, so say the Browns lose, and then they would need Indy to lose, and but if Indy wins, they would need a Tennessee to lose, plus Baltimore to win, plus Indy to win, plus Miami to win. I don't know how that's possible. I would I would have thought that Miami would have if Miami lost, that yeah, would help the Browns. Yeah, well, I guess I, we'll see there. That's I mean the teams you read off are the ones I'd like to see get in. Yeah, so I guess if the Browns beat the Steelers, which is probably likely, then that'll that it'll it'll be tight. Well, Ben's Ra- Ravens, Ben's, Ben's not playing, right? Correct, and like yeah. uh, like half the defense, half the offensive line. So, well, none of that, none of those, none of those um, have been playing got, good anyway. <laughs> I say they're not good anyway. So it really just comes down to Ben. T- so. Titans, Ravens, Browns. I guess Bulls. I guess it goes without saying. Deontay Johnson's gonna gonna not play, right? He's, He's gonna be benched. benched. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it goes without saying. Okay. Um, yeah. So th- that's what we're looking at for football. It's a here. wild. It's a wild Sunday. Yeah, well, that seventh team in there is just kind of crazy, so that's not the usual. But anyway, let's put a bow on that because right. it's going to be crazy, and let's let's revisit the parlay. So last week, I actually, I was I was super paranoid. I actually did two two parlays. One of them was included uh, that that Marshall game. Sure. And the other one included the game I actually took, which was um, the um, um, which game did I actually take? It hit whatever it was. The Chanticleers. Yes, the over in that game. Yeah, the over in the Chanticleers. So that one hit. Um, and then yours was um, Lakers on Christmas. Lakers on Christmas. Easy that, cover. that hit. And Casey gave us the minus eight thirty five soccer game. Eight fifty. I had it at eight thirty-five uh, on my uh, app. Okay, it was eight fifty on other apps, and they tied. Liverpool tied. Casey was pumped because it helped his Everton team. 
we were not pumped because it did not help. We could have we could have doubled the parlay. <laughs> and I, I, I basically, uh, I, I tormented Jordan for bullying Casey for making that pick, and it came back to haunt us. Yeah, so that was definitely on you for. Uh, you I know, mean, you were just being the bad juju. Well, turns out uh, my um, trepidation was well founded. Well, your trepidation was just, what's the point? We're not gonna. It's not gonna do anything for us. Yeah, because win. what do you win? You don't. That's that's you're. Why risk it if you're not going to win much? You're like, it, there's no return. It, That's it's, fair. The, the 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 risk return is stupid. It was risk neutral. <laughs> anyway, so so this week, um, what what are you looking at this week? This is, and I'll just say here, there's a lot of sports going on in the next couple of days. This is not a good time to be betting. I'm going to say that because, as I found out the past couple of days, like team like in these college football games, like. T- p- guys are going to be sitting just because that's what the kids do nowadays. Like there could be COVID issues at the last second. The NBA, as uh, Drew, yeah. as Drew um, found out, I'm done. Uh, we're never going to be able to bet the NBA again. Like, you, you don't know until 15 minutes before the game if somebody's going to sit or not. So yeah. it's like something can make total sense, and then it's like, oh well, so and so's sitting. Like on the interim pod, Drew was like, oh, I'll take the Nuggets, and then Jamal Murray sat, and they lost by they lost to the Kings by like 10. Thanks for the so, defense, MPG. Yeah. Um, so uh, between those two things, uh, and week 17 in the NFL, I mean, that's always a crapshoot. So well, at least a lot of teams still have something to play for, so that should make, yeah, it, that should that, make that, this a that little bit help. easier, hopefully. So yeah. Um, I like I like a few things. Yeah, what, what, what do you like? All right. I, I do like the Eagles. I like the Eagles getting two at home. Um against the washington football team yeah sunday night yeah i like the saints see i guess the only thing is do the saints have nothing to play for at 425 that's the only roll of the dice there because the packers well no packers play at 425 too yeah but can the buccaneers win the division at one o'clock and then the saints Saints, really have the saints swept them so i don't think it matters i think they have the tiebreaker Um, saints are 11 and four they beat tampa bay twice Okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, the I like Saints. Get... The Saints can win uh, home field advantage with a win plus Green Bay loss plus. Yeah, Seattle so they win. both they both play a four twenty five. I, I like I like the Saints to cover that six and a half as well. Um, what else do I really like here? I like uh, I like the Cowboys given two. Well, let me just go to mine because I know exactly what I'm going to take. And the Bills given three. God, there, there's uh, there's some intriguing college football games. I'm taking Clem, Clemson to cover against Ohio State. This okay. app here has seven and a half. Um, I just think uh, Ohio State hasn't has barely played. That Big Ten schedule has been kind of weird this year. Um, the game I'm honestly really interested to watch on New Year's Day is um, Georgia minus seven against Cincinnati. I think that could end up being like the bowl game of the year, quite honestly. At least I hope it is, because Cincinnati's had a good defense and they've been playing tough. And Georgia typically has a good defense, but they got roughed up by Alabama this year. So I don't know if people are sitting or not, but I'm kind of excited for that game. Um, okay. What's Alabama, the Alabama line? Al- they're 19 and a half favorites against Notre Dame, which fool me once on that. Uh, they probably will cover it, but I, I ain't touching that one. 
Wait, say it again. Um, What's the line? 19 and a half. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, well, th- like against Florida. Like, they scored over 50 points and didn't cover against Florida. So, Notre Dame, I while they don't have a Heisman uh, quarterback, I think Notre Dame's better than Florida. So, I don't know. I- I'm not touching that one. But I do like Clemson to cover against Ohio State. Gotcha. Okay. So, and this has seven and a half on this app. And the Clem- none of Clemson's wins have been less by, than by less than double digits the entire year. So, all right, book it, book it, Dana. Plus, everyone's definitely going to be playing full out in that game. So, what? Uh, so, which one? Are you, what are you going with? Uh, I think I think I'll take the Bills minus three against the Dolphins. Yeah. Okay. We we don't know if, if the Bills have anything to play for though, right? Yeah, I don't think they're gonna say anybody though. Okay. The I guess other... we could. I guess. I guess we can caveat if we find out ten minutes before the game. Josh Allen's not playing. Yeah, well, we gotta put the parlay in though. Uh, true. Um, I mean that that helps the listeners, but it doesn't help us. <laughs> I mean, I, don't let me talk you out of it. I'm just. Uh, do we? I'm just saying. Do we know? I mean, what do you mean they don't have anything to play for? Like, why wouldn't they want home field over the Steelers? I don't like, know why would why would like, why, why, why would they want the higher why would they want the higher seed? I don't I don't I I'm not arguing that point, but why are the Steelers sitting people? Uh, I don't know because risk injury. Okay, well, same thing on the other side then. Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna roll the Bills. I'm gonna okay. roll. Josh, uh, Josh, Josh Allen's been my lucky charm all season. Yeah. So I'm gonna, hey, I'm Saturday, gonna... January 2nd, there's a couple college lines I like, too. Kentucky minus two over NC State. I actually like that, even though Kentucky has a losing record, which is strange. And Texas A&M minus seven against North Carolina. That's another game, which I think Texas A&M covers that. But I, North Carolina has a chance to make that a game. So I'm kind of interested in that game, too. You would think that game would be over at 65 and a half, but maybe not. So I, there's that's intriguing. There's a good NCAA hoops game too, which there's no line on it yet. But Texas, yeah, that's, versus, that, that's the problem. What, Texas, what? yeah, I know it's there. It's like hard to bet on ahead of time. But yeah. Texas, Texas, Kansas at noon on on Saturday. Man, there's some sports. Seton Hall's back in action on Saturday. They should smack the crap out of Butler. Oof. They gave they gave uh, they gave Xavier that ass whooping last night, baby. Yeah, that was good. Um, all right, so so you got the Bills, I got Clemson. So what what's going to be our third here? Should we just roll the Pirates versus Butler, no matter what the spread is? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> uh, I um. Should we take Should we take Garcia in the fight? And yes, I was going to say that. Let's take let's, Garcia in the fight. To to um, let's. You want to take him to. In stoppage because we both had it by stoppage in any round that was plus one hundred, so it's it's a juicy line. But like, so base, if it goes to the cards, we would lose though. You, you just want to take them to win, no matter what, at minus three sixty. Yeah, let's take them to win. Minus three sixty. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll. Are you want to you want to do the stoppage? I don't think it's going on the cards. I don't. But I, I, I we could do. What do you do? Whatever. What do you think? Let's have some balls. F it. Dude, the stoppage. Stoppage. Yep. All right. Clemson, New Year's Day, Garcia on Saturday night, winning in stoppage. 
and the Bills on Sunday to cover the three points versus Miami. Hopefully we don't uh, – I think we got a perfect record in boxing, so let's keep that rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Lock it up, baby. Except for except for Shakur stopping that fight before the uh, before the ninth. Loser. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's put a bow on that. Beer number two, two brew salute. You ready? Yep. Curse Blunk. Oh, good sound effect there. Um, Lawson's finest liquid, double sunshine. My last one. Ah, oh, um, you found your balls. Nice. Yeah, I love this beer. I wanted to finish 2020 on a good note. Um, okay, man. So, uh, yeah, Cobra Kai season two. Never die. Cobra Kai never dies. All right. So for anyone, for anyone that remembers, I was making fun of Jordan. Probably this was probably what week. God, week three, week four. I think it was week three. Maybe even week two. I was, you know. I, our buddy Mikey got me on the Cobra Kai train. I wasn't going to watch it before. He was like, dude, it'll change your life. Uh, same thing with you. I was like, dude, you need to watch this show. It's tremendous. And you felt the same, that it was just everything you needed in a show. Uh, oh, so so good. So season two, you just been, you know, it just got announced. Season three, I think about three weeks ago, they announced season three was going to air on January 8th. And then I bet you, I, I'm sure they did this on purpose to get people excited. But um, about four days ago, they dropped a, uh, a a tweet that they were going to change the release to January 1st for season Boom. three. So, so Jo went on a binge mission to finish season two so that we could all enjoy season yeah, three I, together. I didn't realize I was already almost halfway through it. But um, so season two is good. No, I take that back. Season two is so good. Um, I'm surprised you said that. Okay, I dude, I the writing is fantastic. The writing is so good. Like, so it's very self. It doesn't take itself seriously. It's very self-aware, and like, it's funny. It's funny that like people are taking karate this seriously in today's world, and like, and they know that it's funny, and so they play it up, and it's it's great. Um, and. I, the reason why I say the writing is so good, one is because they play that up, but also, I've never seen a show that does such a good job of showing how minor white lies and fibs can be kind of like um, misconstrued by someone who's only seeing partial information, and how like people with good intentions are trying to you know hide the truth from someone just like so that doesn't hurt their feelings or um someone's only getting like only sees like the second half of of um like a scene or like what's going on and so they get this impression of what's going on like a perfect example was um uh miyagi-do um larusso's uh dojo gets trashed and he assumes that larusso uh, went and did it. Uh, I'm sorry that that Lawrence went and did it and like told the kids to go do it. Right. And um, really, Lawrence was off visiting his buddy who was dying of cancer and had had nothing to do with it. And so it's like you see how something can be like mi- like just simple misunderstanding. Like they do a v- an excellent job of showing how simple misunderstandings snowball into bigger things. Right. And there, I don't, 
I don't remember a show that has showed the nuance of that so well. Like it is so good the way and and like so like the adults are feuding, but like the kids are feuding over the same because of the adults. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that's another thing is it shows how powerful adults influences over kids. And it's just, which isn't the point of it that those are like side items of like the actual fun plot. Like I crack up every episode, crack up. Uh, it's dude, It's so good. <laughs> yeah. And, and in season two, um, they brought back, uh, John Kreese, which was, uh, the actual head of Cobra Kai, the evil, the actual evil guy who influenced these kids, Johnny Lawrence, who, grew up to be a jerk and then had to like unwind all that stuff like over the course of these two seasons and actually episode nine of of this episode like larusso and lawrence actually um like hit it off for like a little bit and they they started to like break down the walls and get to know each other a little bit which was fun because the girlfriend and the wife were which Courtney the, Hangler, yeah, the the dinner scene, we'll talk about it. Yeah, Cor- Courtney Hangler, Roll Tide, uh, Roll Tide, love love her, Mrs. Larusso. Um, wait, is her first name Courtney? I follow her on Twitter, or uh, on on Insta. I bet you do. Courtney Hangler, I think it is. Um, I'll I'll look for that, and make sure I get her name right because she just seems like, like like my brother messaged us and he was like, oh, Roll Tide on Samantha Larusso, and I was like, ew, she's like a high school little girl. He's like, yeah, she's actually 24, and I'm like, eh. I was like, I'm more into Mrs. Larusso. Yeah, Courtney Hangler. She, she. I said, I'm old. I'm like 36, 37. I can't remember. And she's 40. She, she, she just had a birthday. She's 42. I was like, she's more my speed. So roll tight, roll tight on Mrs. Larusso. As if, as if you could handle either one of them. But that's not. Well, there. you know that. Yeah, best 12 seconds of, well, at least my life. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, the most awkward of theirs. <laughs> Why are you crying? <laughs> oh God! I thought I thought you were I thought you were uh, Daniel Lawrence or uh, that, now you're doing what I did on season one. No, I did that on purpose. Oh, okay. I was make, making up the names. Oh, okay, Daniel Lawrence. Or, I thought you were Johnny Larusso. <laughs> so what were you gonna say about? Was, well, was, that's probably one of my favorite scenes in the uh, season when. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Lawrence and Miguel's mom go out to dinner at this Mexican restaurant. And of course, Daniel, Daniel Lewis and his wife are there at the same time. And, uh, the women are all trying to get them to, you know, they get seated at tables right next to each other. And the women are like, let's push these tables. Oh, these guys, you know, cause I think, you know, Miguel's mom has no idea what the situation is. She's like, why don't we push these tables together? And Daniel's like, uh, oh, so this is going to happen, huh? We're doing this like one of those moments. No, uh, the, no. The mom knows. It's it's the wait the waitress. The waitress is like, oh, you guys know each other. Oh, was the waitress? Oh, I thought it was. And, the, oh, I thought it was Mrs. Miguel's mom. Uh, Mrs. Okay. Larusso goes. No, Miss Larusso goes. Oh yeah, they got warring dojos. <laughs> oh yeah, that's um, the line. She, yeah, they know each other. They have warring dojos. Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> and just so funny, it was like you know the waitress is taking the order, and both of them are like, you want to write that down? Um, Johnny Lawrence <laughs> is like uh, tacos, uh, hard shell, no green stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you just tell what a simple like what a simpleton he is with like, yeah. just like he's just a meathead. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Um, His frustration with smartphones is is what a fun. I love that that whole shtick, that gag. It's yeah, so funny. it's really it's really uh, it's really good. So what else, Eddie? What 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 else? What else? Uh, instant reactions Co- to see. Oh, a couple two. things I liked about it was um, the new character Stingray. 
Oh, yes. It's like the adult who joins. He's he's an adult, but he's basically in his mom's basement, like <laughs> a guy like that. And he uh, joins Cobra Kai to gain confidence. And um, they have that house party, back-to-school house party. Excuse me. And he... Um, he he has he's playing Edward Forty Hands, which, <laughs> like, I, you know, for people our age, we're like, oh my god, that's hilarious. I don't know if kids nowadays would understand that, but uh, I was just he was the cops coming. He's like trying to like run away, but he can't open doors. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh... And then he he wins the headband game by, uh, you know, the thing about stingrays. They lie and they wait. <laughs> he's just sitting there covered by leaves. Um, well, then they're, when they're at the party and he's he's out there, are Sam and uh, I forget Miguel's new girlfriend's name. Tori. But, yeah, Tori. They're like doing a balancing game, drinking, just taking straight shots of, I guess, vodka or something. Um, and Stingray's girlfriend's cheering. Like, Way to go, Sam, because she took a shot. And he goes... Dude, cool it, man. We don't we don't cheer for Miyagi Do. It's like so it's so funny that he's interviewing for the security job with his resume. Oh, it's so Yeah. It's so good. Uh, that was funny. Um, and then I, I I got a kick too out of um when uh Johnny Lawrence was like he was doing the dating app. That was hilarious. Uh, Everything. Yeah. He's like, "No, lose the mole and you're in." <laughs> you know what? I'll slide away. <laughs> so good. And then, oh and then he's God. like, "Man, this used to be easy. You would just bump into a girl hard at a bar but not too hard but pretty hard and then you would buy her beer to make up for it and, and next thing you know you were dating and then he goes to a bar and some some girl does that to him yeah that was that was good um <sighs> oh man it the season two is so i going back on stingray it was funny because our, our buddy mikey was like you probably haven't met him yet, but there's a character in season two you're just gonna love instantly. And I, I figured he meant Crease since I'm like a huge jerk off. I figured he figured I'd really like Crease. He's like, no, 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 this this guy's the best. And as soon as <laughs> as soon as Stingray shows up and he goes, yeah, I mean, my mom doesn't make me pay rent, so I got tons of cash on hand. And Johnny Lawrence is like, all right, give me your money. And he teaches him. I was like, oh man, it's Stingray, isn't it? Um, Stingray. Yeah. I really bad. Wait, your, what was you, his? I don't know what his name was beforehand. I have no idea. He, I, I don't even know. He like he like braids no his beard and like yeah. redoes his persona like Hawk, and he's like, now I'm Stingray, flipping the script flipping just the like script. Hawk did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, to your point with the him and the smartphone technology, I love when. They're they're making a, a rival commercial for because Miyagi Do puts out a a commercial that they're not charging anything for their karate lessons, and they're doing they're doing a they're doing a commercial at Cobra Kai, and he goes, yeah, get it, put that out on the net, put it on the line or whatever it is, like your typical old man, like I don't know what yeah. the internet is, and he's like, yeah, put it on there, make sure it goes or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> However, he's describing posting something on the internet, he's like, yeah, yeah. put it put it out there on the line. It's yeah. just so uh, it's it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I laugh every episode. Our buddy Adam, who has yet to listen to the pod, who said he wants to start listening to the pod, who I I, I kind of ripped on a few episodes back, and I, I did I, I actually did apologize to him. Did I tell you that? I was like yeah. Adam. I was like I've, uh, this has been on my conscience for like three weeks, and I I was like you don't listen to the pod, but I kind of ripped on you on the pod. <laughs> but um, anyway, I, I, think, I, I think I think Adam's used to it at this point in his life. Uh, I actually couldn't tell what you just said, but um, I told him I was like, "Dude, you gotta. This is the show's hilarious. You gotta watch it." He's like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it." I'm like, "Why? <laughs> it's so good." And that's why we rip on him on the show. <laughs> oh, um. Anyway. Um. So I watched the trailer for season three. You said this dude is is uh, would you say he's like Miyagi's nephew or something? Or did I? Oh, uh, you're, you're you? going too far. Well, 
Yeah, so the I see the, the trailer for season three was pretty there wasn't anything too surprising. Um I don't like I guess I mean I guess I guess today's day and age you can't really keep a secret that Miguel uh, uh, spoiler alert, uh Miguel falls and could be paralyzed at the end of season two. Um yeah. like I don't like that they show that he like, you know, wakes up from whatever coma he's in and all that stuff, that he's actually alive because it's like I like some mystery in the seasons when I start them. Um the biggest surprise yeah. I think in the trailer is at the very end, um, the the nephew of Sato, who was Mr. Miyagi's rival in Karate Kid Two, when they go back to oh. Okinawa. Okinawa, hey, good job, you got it right. That you like that? Yeah, onto yeah. Kaputo, <laughs> Okinawa. Um, Earlier today, you butchered that. Okasana, something I forget what I said, but. Uh, yeah, the so nephew, yeah, his the rival's nephew. That's basically, you know, he's the one fighting with Daniel throughout the second, um, the second movie. He's at the end of this trailer, like holding someone, some random woman at a knife by with at like knife point, I guess you'd call it. Which I don't know what that's gonna be. If he's actually, maybe it's a flashback or not a flashback, but like a dream, or maybe that's part of the story. Maybe maybe, the maybe, maybe 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 John Kreese, uh recruits him to come, which that would be so hilarious. Oh my gosh! But the uh, dream sequence in season two, uh, Johnny Lawrence's dream sequence. Oh yeah, with that, Miguel's that, mom. Oh, yeah, so they had me cracking up. God, it's anyway, so good. go ahead. Season um, three. So yeah, so that's so that's I think that's the big. The other big reveal that they didn't show in the trailer that's been rumored, um, and I've stayed off IMDb because I don't want it to be spoiled. The thought is that Elizabeth Shue will return to will come this season oh, as, Allie. as Allie, yeah. Well, was that I was going to ask was that the end of season two or was that in the season three trailer where he throws his phone the end of like season, on the beach? It was the I think that was the last scene of the finale. Yeah, that's what I thought, and the phone fo- the phone lights up and it's Allie is trying to she responds to, to his um, Facebook message. Yeah, she tries to friend him on Facebook, and he's like, "Oh my gosh!" Remember he well, he doesn't her see, message he doesn't, and he's like, he doesn't see it. What did I? Yeah, that's what the the audience is saying. The audience yeah, we is see like, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm, maybe I misspoke there. That's fine, um, no problem. You're all right. But We're um, used to it. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny. He was typing her a message. He's like, "I downloaded the Facebook. It's an app <laughs> on a smartphone. <laughs> I am trying to message you on." And he's like, "This is stupid." <laughs> oh, it's so. And then the woman bumps him, and he sends it by mistake. Oh, it's so oh did he? I didn't realize he. Said oh yeah, that. the message said. That's why she was responding. Oh, she was responding. Yeah, she was responding to his message. I missed that part. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, so yeah, so I think that's the big thing in season three. Um, you know, I think it's, I think the natural course of the show is that Larusso and Lawrence will team up to defeat Kree somehow. So I think that's what season three will be. I mean, the only other thing I was thinking of is that maybe Larusso wants Johnny Lawrence to like reconcile and fight Kree, but he's he basically says no because he's going to focus on trying to help miguel walk again and so that's like a whole different story on its own so it really just ends up being larusso versus crease larusso defends lawrence and they they're they got to team up by the end of the season right well that's what i'm saying i mean that's the natural that's the natural yeah. movement of the show but i'm saying the only thing that i could see them is changing that to be like you know he's not going to get he's not going to involve himself because he wants well to... i didn't mean like physically team up i just meant no like... no, no no i mean he just he's going to stay out of it completely because he's going to focus on just purely helping miguel no, walk again yeah they'll do something fun with it we we know that oh yeah and so that drops so season january three... one tomorrow it, it, in four hours it drops 
3 yeah, o'clock on the, on the, on East, the Coast, East Coast. So 3 a.m. We're, we're de- um, well, I'm debating waking up at 2.50 and watching episode one when it comes out at 3. I am not doing that, but I will be watching it at some point. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, good stuff. But, uh, yeah, so like I said, Cobra Kai, it's amazing. If, you haven't, if you're not watching it yet, you're doing something wrong in life. Start, 20, start 2021 off the right way and, and watch this thing. Agreed. Awesome. Okay, put a bow on that. Um, the other hot thing out right now is Soul on Disney+. Plus. I told Drew to watch it, but he's a lame ass, so he didn't. I did not. I watched it with my kids. Um, you know what? It's it's not a bad movie. It's good, but it's not. It's not. It's too advanced for kids. Is so that right? like, yeah, for like a Pixar movie, like you would expect it to be kind of like it didn't connect with kids at all. It tried. Like there was no, there was literally zero songs in it. Like, I, firstly, I will say, with the title being Soul. I didn't realize that was a play on words that like it was a it was gonna be what I was hoping going in and maybe this is part of my fault. I was hoping that it was gonna be like a lot of like black culture in the south in like Louisiana and Mississippi and have to do a lot of like blues music. Okay. And it was just gonna be wall to wall like blues music and like a celebration of black culture in the south and I was like super pumped about that. And it was like it was this much more like existential, like theological almost, like theory of like what happens to a soul and what makes a soul and a pur- your purpose in life. And so like this guy we meet and he's a cool main character and he's like this band teacher and but all he wants is like to get gigs and like play like jazz music and in the first five or ten minutes he falls down a hole and dies now he comes back and he does live but like his soul goes up to not heaven i don't the great beyond or whatever but he doesn't go to the great beyond so he like changes course and then he's so he's like this little blue ghost thing (laughs) and this whole time like for like a half hour and i'm just like where's where's that cool main character from the first five minutes that that was fun um, and so it's like this whole thing about like souls in the great beyond or the great before and they need everybody's soul is different and they're in everybody's into different things and that's what make gives them passion in life. So really it's all about like it ends up being all about like your passion in life and what gives your life meaning and just you you should take your the way you feel about your passion in life and use it to like life in general and just basically like help you feel good about life it's kind of like the main like the takeaway from it at the end okay but like for kids like my kids were sitting there they're like is that heaven and i'm like well i'm like nobody knows but that's what they're trying to say like it is just for this cartoon and they're like okay and there's no like sing. I, I thought it was gonna be wall to wall music, and there's just like not. And there's like no sing along, nothing you could sing to, and like there's very little. Like it's comedic, but there's no point. There's no like easy points where a kid's gonna watch it and like laugh out loud. Like okay. my kids are just kind of like like at the end, my kids were like meh. Like Penny, act, my my daughter actually just did that thing with her hand. She's like meh. She's six. <laughs> 
so like as in a, like it, it's much more like adults probably watching are like oh that's cool and like adults would appreciate it a lot more because it's more about like the meaning of life and how you treat others and how you enjoy like your passions and and things like that but like for a, a pixar disney plus movie i was just kind of like thrown i was so maybe that's on me and i'm not saying it's bad but like i was like conversely like up coco um th things like that like so much more like still had points about life in general but like kids can get into them and like easy parts for kids to buy into easy things for kids to laugh at and this one was just not as much and like okay. i said not not bad I, i'm not saying don't watch it but <laughs> who does jamie fox does the voice of the main jamie guy, fox right? yeah okay yeah, yeah. And so, like I said, man, I was I just wanted it to be like like wall to wall bluesy, like really cool, like soul type stuff. Sure, like, sure. And I, I I was not expecting like the double meaning of soul and it to focus around like that. And then All there's right. some other things that were kind of messed up about it. Like they kind of they kind of made like Mother Teresa and like other people who have died out to be bad people, kind of a little bit. Like at the end, and I was like, uh. <laughs> Like Muhammad Ali, like a lot of people, they kind of like made it like implied that they were like mean. Interesting. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it, I'll give it. I'll, I'll give it a watch eventually. I just uh, I haven't gotten around. Yeah, to it don't bend over backwards. You'll see it eventually, and you'll be like, okay, I'll watch it with Adam on a on a movie date. He already watched. He recommended it to me. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, that's right. You said that. Yeah, but okay. anyway. Right. Um. So go for the yeah. soul. Watch it if watch it if you want. It, it's it's not bad if you're in a. I mean, everyone listens. It's an adult, so you'll probably enjoy it. It's just it's not what I expected, and it's not necessarily a kid movie. Okay, fair. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Sweet. Anywho, um, okay. So this is this is what I'm interested in. Where you're going with this? 2020 rapid fire. It's probably it's probably less exciting than you think it, <laughs> than you think it is. I just don't know what to expect. So oh, I, I am I am I am on my toes. Alright. So just some, some random thoughts here. We don't want to get too corny with the New Year's because we're definitely not that kind of podcast. But since it is New Year's Eve and we're recording, I figure I'd ask some uh, some year just some year in review, looking forward questions here and I'll I'll answer them too after you do to get thoughts, but Best, we'll start off, best sports moment of 2020. What do you got? Mm, okay. Don't, I, I'm sure I'm overlooking something. This is immediately what pops in my head, first thing. Go it, do it. What's the guy's name? Hechevaria for Tampa Bay? I don't even know where you're going, so I have no idea who that is. Was it was it game four or five oh. when, when he, like, slid into home and it was, like, real, and he, like, crawled home for the game-winning run in the I, World Series? Was this on the error? I think so. For Tampa Bay, was it? Is it, is it what's his name? Is it Hechevaria? I can't remember. But the guy that everybody loves, he had the best postseason ever, basically. No, that was starts with an A. RC uh, Arcanada. Ah, damn it! Hechevaria or something like that. No, right? that's not even close. Okay, but when when he scored that game winning run, um, I'm gonna look it up here as we as we talk. But that was. Off the top of my head, that I, was that was yeah, my that, that was yeah. probably my most fun, most fun moment. Yeah, oh, he was. Way, speaking he, of, I baseball, think I think about, I think you could argue he was probably the most exciting athlete of. Uh, yeah, right. Arenz, Arenz Arena. Oh yeah, Arenz Arena. Yeah, um, he was probably the most exciting athlete of 2020. Right. 
I, I think, the, yeah, that's... Uh, by well, the way, how about the Padres, like, getting Blake Snell and you, Darvish? Dude, they're going... See, that's, see, that's like, what makes sense, right? So, not to go off topic here, but... So, the Padres signed Manny Machado to a huge deal, and now they are spending money to build pieces around that big contract that they gave out. Meanwhile, the Phillies spent a shitload of money on Bryce Harper, who I love, and I love that deal. But now, like, they're not spending any money on the team, which makes no sense. Like, yeah. why would you waste that mo- Like, why would you waste that money on a big contract on a player and you're not going to spend to make the team a contender? It makes zero sense. So, yeah, yeah. Good, good on the Padres for that. Um, yeah. My my best sports moment of 2020 was easy. Uh, Fury Wilder. I, I I've oh, I've, yeah. n- I've never been more hyped up for for an event. I threw a party. I I, we I did a whole, too. We made a whole yeah. You did too. We made a whole day of it. I, I think it was probably the most anticipated boxing fight. Um, God, probably in the last since probably since I, I guess Pacquiao Mayweather. Um, except you know that was five years after it should have happened. This happened at the right time um everybody was super pumped the build-up was perfect it was right before covid really took over the world so it was a full packed house vegas arena um and man it it only went seven rounds and fury absolutely dominated him but man it was it was just a an epic an epic event from start to finish from the day they started promoting the fight to the day it ended so that that was my um that was my best sports moment of 2020 yeah good good pick uh best best movie tv tv series that you watched in 2020 uh movie or tv series that's to both what movie and tv, TV series okay best tv series um i watched oh gosh Come on, um give me kidding me uh was was utrid season four in uh i don't know when that in re- 2020 i don't know when that released it uh, i'm gonna say that i'm pretty sure it was because We'll just say that you watched. It doesn't matter when it released. Like you you actually physically watched it in 2020. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure that's my favorite show ever. So, yeah, I'm going to say that. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going Cobra Kai all the way. Really? Ah, uh, dude, I, I don't even I think mean, it's... I don't blame you, but I, that just kind of surprised me. I mean, The Last Kingdom was... I mean, I really enjoyed The Last Kingdom. Peaky Blinders I watched in 2019. Yeah, season um, four. Is, it, was, it was April 2020, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I like... Oh, I, I mean, listen, by far, Last Kingdom. By far. Last season, season fair, four. fair enough. I'm, I'm going Cobra Kai. Okay, that's that's mine. What about movie? Even though this is probably pretty limited, since only a handful of movies actually came out. Um, what came out was what came out on Netflix? Um, that everybody. And Nola Holmes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think what else I have watched. I, what movies did we wa- even watch? You're really, this you're, year? you're really disappointing me so far here. I, I thought these were going to be easy. But a uh, hat tip to Tiger King too for coming out in 2020. That was God. fun. Um, no, I don't know what other movie was there in 2020. Fat Man, bro. <laughs> yeah, that might that might be it. <laughs> I mean, come on, it. was there any? I, I can't even think of a better movie. Now, I, I did watch Wonder Woman 1984 um, the other night, which was good. It was good. It definitely wasn't as good as the first one. Um, but I, 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 I am way, way behind on Marvel. Way behind. Yeah, and in life in general. So, well, but uh, yeah, I think, I, I think, uh, I think Fat Man takes the, uh, that, takes it, takes it from I, me there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna argue that. Um, worst, worst sports, what worst sports moment of 2020 for you? Uh, worst sports moment. Um, 
Are we allowed to say this? Yeah, you can. It's better probably be mine. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Yeah, Kobe. Kobe passing is probably the worst. Worst yeah. 2020. Yeah. So, unfortunately. Um, close second. Lomachenko losing was... Uh, oh. That was yeah. on the list as well. Yeah. That was so, not fun. Yeah, so, yeah. Some dampers here. I can't believe it's almost a year now in January. Um, yeah, 2020 definitely sucked there. Uh, what... Uh, what are you most what's what's the biggest thing you're excited about sports wise for twenty twenty one? Hmm. Can be anything. Could be Steelers winning the Super Bowl, even though pfft. Okay, know, if that happens, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's uh, let's be honest, somebody's gonna drop a pass and get benched for a whole a whole half, so it's not gonna happen. This is you're really gonna talk about this for ten years, aren't you? It's gonna happen, yeah, for sure. Even though you end up easily clean sweeping our league uh, it doesn't matter i could have won my other one too i'll never anyway. forget i'll never forgive the steelers um sports moment can we say starting the pod oh wait wait we already started oh, the pod uh, dude uh, 2021 2021 <laughs> yeah what are you what are you looking forward to most what's um, what's the biggest thing you're looking forward to in 2021 sports wise um i don't uh Whenever Fury fights, it will be yeah. It. That's mine. Fury, Fury, um, Fury, Joshua. Uh, hoping it happens, but that that'll be it. Fury, Joshua, um, right? Not just the Tyson Fury fight. Any fight he does, I'm assuming oh, okay. it'll be Tyson Fury. I'm assuming it'll be Fury, Joshua. But any any fight, because who knows what he's? It's going to be the best. It's gonna well, I'm assuming best. he's. I'm assuming he's going to have a tune-up fight here. And before. if Lomachenko fights again, honestly, just the boxing scene in general. And I guess we're going to have to wait till the second half, but. There's yeah. just it, we're in such a golden era of boxing. Just make these fights happen, please. Yeah, Fury. I think Fury. I was thinking about it. Like, you know, what, what, what would, what, what would I look forward to the most here? And uh, fans, fans getting back. Like that would be sweet. Yeah, uh, it's it starts slowly, slowly. It's starting to happen in some states. It is, it is um, starting. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I uh, yeah, Fury Joshua, definitely. I would say I don't think it'll happen, but a close second. I guess I had two close seconds. It was. It's funny. It's all boxing, but um. Crawford Spence, I just I want to see it because I really want to know how yeah, good both those guys are. That'd be good. And I I would I I do want a rematch with Lomachenko Lopez just because for whatever reason I think so many people forget just how good Lomachenko was the second half of the fight. Um, and it's like oh well you know I want to see that with fans. Yeah, I do too. Put 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 that in a packed house. That would be that would be money. Yeah, I agree. So put it over in Saudi Arabia where we don't have to worry about Vegas judges and incompetent people. Um, yeah, that's my that's my biggest thing. Um, most anticipated series. Uh, this is caveated because everything's changing um, with release dates. But as of now, with what's supposed to come out here in 2021. Peaky's supposed to come out in 2021, right? Yeah, Peaky yep. Season 6 is my TV, yep. TV yep. series. Uh, if Sherlock Holmes would ever come out with another series, there's n- there's nothing, there's absolutely less than 0% on the horizon. But if Sherlock Holmes would ever come out, that would be massive. Yeah. Um, and I forever, like Last Kingdom's probably my favorite show ever, so... I don't, think, not, I don't think I don't I don't think we'll, it's 2022. I think I don't. Yeah, think yeah I, was say, I don't think we'll see that in 2021. I think that's going to be a 2022 or just because so much has to go into that. Um, yeah. 
effects wise like i don't think you have the same cobra kai 2021 technically uh yeah i know i didn't want to continue to harp on the cobra kai Peaky, but, but peaky's back yeah yeah i i want to because the way they left season five i kind of want to see and it could be the last season so mm-hmm. um i kind of want to see how they play that one out what about movie you're i know you're not as up on movies but nah i'm really not so i don't i don't know man um I'm, this is so weird. I'm like strangely excited for Kong versus Godzilla, and I don't know why. So that's supposed to come out in 2021 okay. on HBO Max. I don't know. I just kind of want to see. Like, I was, I was, I was shockingly surprised at how good Kong um, Skull Island. You're was. in the Kong. Well, the, the, the did the we movie, talk about this on the pod before? Uh, we talked. I talked about how I was shocked at how good the second Godzilla movie was. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. But I was I was surprised at how well how well the Kong movie was, and then I was even more shocked that the second Godzilla movie was actually really good. It may just be a coincidence that Millie Bobby Brown was in it, and maybe that's why oh. it was so good. But um, yeah, Kong, you know, the fact that they, that's releasing here on HBO Max in 20, 2021, I'm I'm just really I don't know I just I don't know what they're gonna do. It, it could be absolutely terrible, um, but I don't know. I'm just incredibly intrigued by that movie the matrix 4 is coming out too which i don't really like i feel like that could be cool but like neo's dead so like i don't i don't really i don't like when they bring people back to life and all that bullshit like that just is like i don't know that annoys me in movies when they i think like, i only watched the first matrix truth be told yeah that's all right it was it was okay i wasn't like i wasn't like a huge like nerd that was like sleeping sleeping outside to see it when it came out um like we did with uh hobbit and lord of the ring and batman oh for sure for sure that was way yeah but that was necessary um of course and i guess technically book of boba fett comes out in 2020 it's gonna be right december mm. 2021 it'll uh it'll release but there's some good stuff coming out um i do recommend hbo Matt, for anyone that doesn't do book HBO. of uh book wait did you say book of boba fett yeah december 2021 i'm going out. crazy I, you said boba fett and i heard bilbo baggins i'm going crazy <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> that would be a cool Netflix series. Well, they are making a – I don't know when this is coming out, but the uh, the Lord of the Rings um, the Lord of the Rings series is supposed to come out on Amazon at some point. I don't know when that's ever going to happen, but that's been, in, that's, that's been in the works for a long time. Interesting. Um, the Game of Thrones spinoff comes out in 2022, um, House of Dragons, which would be dope. I'm, you know, I'm a sucker for dragons like I'm a sucker for pumpkin, so – That'll be uh that probably be pretty, pumpkin slut. pretty interesting. Huge pumpkin slut. Um, yeah, I, I recommend HBO Max. I just watched uh, I just watched Kaylee Kluko's or however you say her last name, her series, The Flight Attendant. That was pretty pretty solid. Um, Anna Kendrick's got a series on there. Roll Roll Tide on both of them. I don't know, I don't know why I'm weirdly attracted to Anna Kendrick, but God, Roll Tide. Um, yeah. So we got some. Got some exciting things. Not that you uh, can handle either one of them. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> uh, favorite OnlyFans site in 2020? That's all you, bro. <laughs> I was hoping to slip you up there. Um, <laughs> oh man, it's good stuff. That's as like I said. That's all I had. I uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't as exciting as you probably thought. Uh, what I was. No, it's good stuff. I, I was going out there. Yeah, I just wanted to get you know get some. Uh, get some insight into the year and the horizon yeah, yeah. we also could the tournament get canceled was also a kick in the kick in the balls oh gosh yeah good call there that was an awful so i I, w- I wanted to try to stay away from covid related stuff but um what in mind so i didn't yeah you know, i could have i, I could have set you up for that one pretty easily if i wanted to <sighs> um, yeah so 
Yeah. All right. Was, uh... Let's put a bow on that. Just last and and probably least, a uh, little stir up the crowd moment. I just want to get this off my chest. Many people are probably about to sing this song in 35 minutes. Old Lang Syne sucks. Okay. Drew, this is the one you you didn't know even know what I was talking about. Should old acquaintance be forgotten and never brought to mind? Oh, I do know that. Oh yeah, it's the, I, I they say ever, everybody sings it on New Year's Eve. Okay, what is this? Some I don't think of, I've ever heard the words. I think I, it's usually just the instrumental. Yeah, so like, what? Like, okay, is this some kind of British or Irish hymn or or or? whatever jig or listen what what this i just i just gotta say this song is has an eerie tune it's creepy it has it brings up all these weird feelings of nostalgia it makes you feel like you're losing grip of the past and that the future is not going to be good as the past. And I hate it. I hate the way it makes me feel. Like, it makes me feel like I'm losing something by moving forward into the new year. Okay. But, like, every New Year's Eve, all these people sing it with this smile on its face, on their face. I don't even know what the heck they're saying other than, should old acquaintance be forgotten? It's like, no, don't forget them. Like, we're just changing years. Like, just keep living. Like, what? what is this? Why Why does this song make me feel like I want to cry? Like, I, I hate it. I It, like, gives me anxiety. I don't like it. It's eerie. It's creepy. Old Lang Syne needs to die. We should start a protest just to get rid of it. I'm down just, for that. Can we... Can we... We should... We should give him... We should come up with our own... And just do away with old Lang Syne. I'm with you, man. I like so, it. So definitely send us your opinions on that. Am I crazy? Is does anybody else actually like old Lang Syne? Somebody please either echo me back or let me know. I I can't stand that song. I don't disagree with you. So I'm gonna say I'm all I'm all about it. Let's get rid of it. Uh, I will say I was watching some New Year's uh, some New Year's early like celebration stuff and. Uh, it was I, I I enjoyed these three maybe because I'm just old but like Miley Cyrus was up there singing uh, Party in the USA and Nelly was up there singing Hot in Here and that was more enjoyable than like Pax Lamone what's that guy's name the guy who does the Dorito <laughs> commercial Post Lamone oh Post yeah Lamone. yeah Post- but yeah but he changes his name in the Dorito Post Lamone because it's it's a it's a uh... Oh my gosh! Whatever that dude like like I they, they were they were way more enjoyable than like whatever crap. Dude, Post, Lamo- sh- Post Malone's cool. Now you got me saying Lamone. Actually, he does because that's the commercial. That's his Post commercial, Malone's right? Cool. Where he's getting the Dorito. Uh, friggin' uh, everybody say wow, wow. or wow. whatever it is. Yeah, dude, Post Malone's cool. He he, he I, the face tattoos are freaking weird, but you know, teach their own. I don't know. Uh, last year, some of these clowns they had on there singing. I'm like, what? what is the world coming to that this shit is cool? So like <laughs> Nelly, Nelly up there doing hot in here was just like, man, this is, this is when we were, we were in the groove of like, just awesome. Like, nah, stuff. forget that. If it was EI, I'd be right there with you, but, Uh-oh. but hot in her. Nah, I'm out. That's, oh, dude. That's oh, Nelly's, I, I Nelly's first it. five I, I, no, releases I, were all good. I was right there at the time. No, get me wrong. But no, even I know that that's too old, like to like get hyped about. But oh. if it was EI, then I just, I'll be, Country grammar I'll, was solid. Of course, yeah. Country grammar. Guess I'm so just saying should... to get to get me hyped on on that old hip hop stuff. 
even I know that's old, but if it was EI, then I just yeah. you know I'll 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 rip my my panties off and swing them around for for Nelly right I there. Was, I was gonna say, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe I'll crack open some uh, tequila and uh, put on the Cisco CD and see where things uh, see <laughs> see where things go here in a little bit before the ball drops. Oh yeah. All right. Well, hey. Um, before we go, I did want to mention. Um, we're gonna keep reviewing Peaky on its own pod because we keep going long on that, and um, so season four coming up, we'll do that, in, and we'll do another interim. We'll do a twelve point five, but um, so look for that. But Drew, good talk, my man. See you out there. Big kisses.